Hey, family, peace, y'all. What's going on here? This Shady G here. This is the official uh, demo tape for the new Wise Podcast. I'm doing the demo tape just to get the name out there for the show. Shout out to uh, the, my two hosts that's going to be with me. is my boy, the Wise Guy, Rico himself, and my boy, EJ, coming in. He's also an artist that we will be shouting out. You know, during the, you know, the every other week period, we shout out on our page, you know, to help promote people, athletes, entrepreneurs, scholars, um, and then we also give historic facts and et cetera, you know. We're doing this podcast to not only, you know, give some knowledgeable thoughts about the situations that go on today, but just to also give knowledgeable life lessons as well, man, and just to give you a different look on everything that's why why it stands for when you see everything you feel what i'm saying so all right y'all in the meantime family we're gonna get started on this uh i am gonna only be talking about one topic since this is the demo my topic is is the this topic for me is kind of the reason why everything going on in society today has been a fall off and my topic today is respect. I feel like respect is a huge deal in life in general. Respect leads to great morals, great worth, ethics, and etc. You feel what I'm saying? So we finna get into it right now. So tune in. Okay, check this out. You know why I, f- I feel that a lot of this stuff going on is due to morals, due to lack of morals. People don't have morals anymore in our society. Our morals have been messed up deeply. And it is due to the fact that there is no respect factor anymore. The first, the first thing that every human being should have is respect. Not only for another not not only for one another, but for things that go on in life in general. You feel what I'm saying? And even other people's lives in general. You have to have respect for that at all times. You know, a lot of this gun violence and all this, you know, all this violence that goes on in our communities and black communities and every community is due to a lack of respect, y'all. And that's a and that's a that's a moral trait that should be taught within the household, y'all. Be respectful to everybody. And even I'm living down here in a small country town, fam, full of nothing but disrespectful people. And it's all, and it's also a small town to where it's not really, you know, not any really job opportunity or any opportunity for anybody. And when it is an opportunity, a person is usually getting treated less than who they are, which is a human being. You have to treat a human being for what they are, which is a human being, y'all. Shit, respect. If we look down deep into it, respect is a lot of the reason why we're in the damn situations that we're in usually. You know what I'm saying? But to start it off from example, with gun violence, y'all. Y'all kids and the people who carry these guns, you're never truly gonna stop gun violence whatsoever. Gun violence will forever rain on. Has it gotten too excessive? Yes it has. It truly has. But the reason why I say you'll never stop gun violence is because you'll never stop the true way human beings usually handle their problems and that's through violent conflict 
a gun is a weapon. Now, how that weapon should be used, that is the key question. But no, a gun is a weapon that is used to physically harm somebody, regardless you know, of that person's mindset or morals in their head at that moment. You know what I'm saying? You have to... The people who are the people who are carrying these guns, nine times out of ten don't have good morals. That's the problem, y'all. The only true way that you can ever slow down gang uh gun violence is through who is raising the household. You feel what I'm saying? It's 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 teaching moral ethics. You feel what I'm saying? You have to teach your child, mate. Look, you have to understand, son or daughter, that when you take a life, you're taking a family member's lives, y'all. That's, that's not just one life you're taking. You're taking a life away from somebody. That's somebody's mother. I mean, that's somebody's mother, potential mother, or father. That's somebody's brother or sister, cousin, you know, niece and nephew. That's everybody. Somebody named that child. Somebody family, you know, loves that child, take care of that child no matter what. And even then, there's some people that ain't even your relative. They care for that person just the same. So when you take a life, you have to factor everything that's going into it. You can't just be around here killing people for no reason. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what I mean by morals. Now, and the first moral in life after, you know, after, you know, the first moral in life is to value your own life. And then after you value your own life, it's to also respect others' lives. You feel what I'm saying? And then the next one should be, to protect and always be there for your family. You feel what I'm saying? You have to you have to always respect others' lives, no matter what. Fam. You always have to respect other people as human beings, man. You have to keep it that way. But now these kids coming up, they picking they picking money over their own lives. Those are what I call bad morals. You picking an object of your own life. Money is gonna go on when your kids are here and when they're not here. But their lives are not. You have to teach people that they you have to teach kids their lives are very important. You have to value their life. Because if you don't value it, then they're not gonna value their life whatsoever. Seriously. It's BS a lot of these situations, a lot of when I see a lot of these gun violence and you know, these stores shooting up, at first I used to think oh, I was racing, terrorist attack and all that. But over time as I look now I have to look deeper into the situation. Cause shit, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know what went on at that moment, fam. You got these people bullshitting with Lil Chucky. And Lil Chucky be the motherfucker who pull up the Walmart with a motherfucking chopper ready to kill all y'all. Because a couple of y'all niggas done disrespecting him. Some people don't take disrespect the right way. And I'm going to tell people this today. Sometimes the disrespect that you do, you may never come back from. The disrespect that you do, you may never come back from. So you always be respectful. Or else why be prepared to die. If you're going to be disrespectful, do not be scared to die. And that's the one thing that I hate. Because when you're disrespectful, you're a coward. That is a terrible trait to have. Period. It's already a terrible trait to be disrespectful. But when you're, when you're disrespectful and you're a coward, you're, you fear the repercussions and the consequences that go along with your disrespect. No. That's what I mean by morals. It can't go like that, y'all, at all. We have to do better. We have to teach better. We got to preach that better. You have to 
tell kids that you have to have a decent type of heart, you know, mindset, a different type of moral standard. You have to have respect for others. You always have to have respect. Respect is the way the world goes around. If you are a respectful human being, you will grow in life. I swear to God. These grimy, the motherfuckers who grow through the world grimy, they're going to get theirs in the end. Seriously. You have to be respectful at all times. To the youth out there, man, respect somebody as a human being. Don't respect somebody as a superiority or higher than you or lower than you. Now you respect that person as a human being. You respect that person as a being living. That's what you do first. Then you go on. Then you go from there. Whatever added respect or whatever list of respect that you have for that person, you accumulate that as you get to know them. But first, you respect them as a human being at all times. We can't keep doing that. I would touch more into gun violence on our first episode. But my thing is, is a lot of this stuff can be prevented if everybody would just be respectful. You know what I'm saying? And we all have the right morals. So, that's my that's my personal thoughts on respect. Be respectful, please. I'm begging you. So now, I'm finna get into trending topics. Starting with, should amateur athletes, particularly collegiate athletes, should they be paid while they're in college? Yes, I do. I feel that they should be paid due to the fact that you all, everybody's background is not the same. Everybody doesn't come from a two-parent household and everybody, you know, their parents are working decent jobs or working great jobs and, you know, everybody is, you know, on the top. Unfortunately, y'all, this is a predatory society just as it is a predatory world. You feel what I'm saying? Only some are going to eat and only some are going to starve. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of these kids, they're, they're, they're a product of the people who, who starve. You understand what I'm saying? See, a lot of these collegiate athletes, what people don't know is that these kids... These young men going into college, y'all, they've been the man of the house since they got pushed out the womb from day one. Daddy was a sprinter and the nigga ran off and never fucking even thought of taking care of his child. Another thing we got with morals, which that is a topic that we'll be talking about in our episodes. But the nigga ain't even got the, the good enough morals to take care of his child. Which is sad. You have to take care of your child. You can't run out and leave your child, man. It's sad. When there is not a both-parent household, it's already a deep compromise. So when these athletes coming in and they come in with all these problems, and even ones that do have fathers, I don't heard of athletes who done slip in cars. You feel what I'm saying? It's athletes who brothers and sisters only eat noodles all day and bologna sandwiches and bologna meat. As a, as a man, as a man of a household, you don't want to see that, dog. You don't want to see your siblings eating that forever. If you got the ability to take care of them, then you're going to do the best you can to do so. So when these kids coming in, you have to understand their lives and their struggles and their circumstances. And if they can capitalize off their talent, uh, 
early as the legal age limit, let them do so, y'all. It's people younger than them who profit off of their talents very early. It's people who drop out of school and who act worse than they do that profit off their talents extra early. You feel what I'm saying? So we can never be like that. We can never be judgmental to what we won't even consider why we should pay them. You have to consider that. These kids' lives are tough. These players that come in, their lives are tough. And when they finally get the opportunity to change their entire family's dynamic, give them the opportunity to do so at all times. Now, do I feel that every kid, you know, should be paid? No, some athletes are successful. It's those rarity cases. And then I heard recently with uh, Coach John Calipari out of Kentucky uh, when he said that you don't need to increase the draft rounds. I totally agree with him because people misinterpreted what he said. He was not saying that kids shouldn't be paid in college. That's not what he was saying. What he said is that when you extend the rounds in the draft, you're going to have more kids that are going to go. And the more they're going to go, it's a lot of them that is not going to be able to have the opportunity to play in basketball. Basketball is an entertainment game, you guys. It's a it's a game to where they'll chew you up and spit you out. You feel what I'm saying? Like he said, these kids that goes in these lower rounds, they're playing in the G League. They're not playing straight in the NBA. They're playing in the G League. And if a, field, if a team feels like they have used their player up at that moment and they're done with them, y'all, they're not signing them players back. They're sending them players home. Back home to those, those you know, poor families and, you know, those poor living life circumstances and all that. So what he's saying is, is that let these kids keep the option of going to school, y'all. Let these kids be able to gain an education. Just in case they're not able to make the NBA. Because last time I checked, I'm going to put it into a different perspective. Y'all, how many 6'7", 285-pound prospects we have heard of? There's only one. And that's what he's saying. He's saying you don't have those walking around here every day. And some of those kids who are not that are going to try to walk into the NBA. And they're not ready for that game. So he's saying give them the opportunity to have another way to be able to pay for their families. To take care of their families and take care of themselves as well. Yes, college athletes should be paid. But allow them, allow them to have a decision. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Don't make it a complete dictatorship because that's wrong and you know it. It's wrong and you know it. Let these kids be able to profit off their ability. It's not, you know, it's not their fault that, you know, that their lives were messed up at a, at a young age. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what you have to keep in mind, that the trials and tribulations that it takes coming up in the communities and the societies that they came up in the lives that they have to live, you know what I'm saying? But also give them the opportunity to where they can get a good education. And don't take a good education is only enough a lot of the time. It's a little bit more than what you expect, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, student athletes should be paid. Let these kids be able to take care of themselves and their families if they have the ability and the opportunity to. Thank you. Um... The next topic I will be touching on is the top two rap, rap albums trending. Uh, then, of course, until according to later on today, they said something about Kanye's album. 
end up uh, hitting the top charts. But, you know, I haven't really heard that one. The two I've heard is the two trending um, albums right now, which is uh, the album Kirk by the rapper The Baby, who to me is a lyrical genius, man. Uh, he's becoming a legend in his own right. And shout out to The Baby, man. And, uh, of course, the iconic youth figure, uh, probably arguably the most iconic figure in black youth at this current moment, which is NBA Youngboy himself with his uh, mixtape AI Youngboy 2. Me personally, I feel like Youngboy mixtape is better. Not due to the fact that the baby's uh, album wasn't good. You feel what I'm saying? It was great. But the reason why Youngboy's mixtape is doing better is because a lot of the a lot of the songs that he posted that he had put in his mixtape they were already highly anticipated you know people were illegally getting these songs you know people were getting these songs and uh listening to it these songs had over millions of views before he even released it on his mixtape people have been waiting for some of these songs for months and years you know young boy got nothing but pure jewels that are unreleased even still now a lot of people are still waiting on what they consider to be his best mixtape which is 38 baby 2 which he will not drop from when i hear from when i heard him stay on the video he will not drop until uh, i guess one of his big homies come out of jail so right now you guys he he's on top of the charts because right now he's not only is he uh, the most influential on black youth, but the primary reason why he is the most influential is because he's young, you guys. When you see a young person doing something at that level, when you're the same age as him and you wish you could do it, y'all, it's very inspiring. The fact that young boy is doing this at a young age is inspiring. And, you know, a lot of people compare him to Pop, which we will get into in one of the episodes, but... You feel what I'm saying? I'm not saying that Tupac is not great. He's probably the greatest ever. But in Youngboy's own right, Tupac wasn't doing what he was doing right now. You feel what I'm saying? He wasn't doing that at the age of 18, 17, 18, 19, 20. Youngboy has been in this game for, I think, three years now. As far as, like, being an industry player. And uh, just being, y'all, he's the most requested thing right now. Like, he... He is dominating YouTube because he is inspiring to children. He's in, he's inspiring to young kids in the communities, and these communities for real. So he is a pivotal voice. So Young Boy's album, um, to me, his top songs on there. A lot of people view that Lonely Child is probably probably his top song. You know, due to the fact that a lot of people want to, you know. You know, a lot of people, it's a good sh song for somebody who's struggling. You know, it's also because of, you know, the you know the mess that's involved with it, within it that people want to hear about. People not like being nosy about certain stuff, and he's willing to share that with them. That's what his mother meant. You know, his mother, uh, she went alive, and she was basically saying that, you know, the, him and his, his uh, the mother of his children, great mothers, by the way, the mother of his children and their family, they uh, they essentially, you know, stay active on social media to let y'all know about his life by choice, y'all. He really doesn't have to, he or them doesn't really have to tell y'all about their lives. You understand what I'm saying? So that's, you know, basically for him to share that, you know, for people to get in, tune in, and listen to it, it's the top song on this short. Me personally, 
I feel like he um he murdered the track in control. In control is the truth. You got in control. Um, I think it's rich as hell. Um, but then of course, make no sense, gang shit. It's a lot of that he really stepped on big time. That he just really murdered. He did a great job on this album. He did those songs. Renata is an underrated song on that mixtape. He did well on each of those tracks. He just hasn't, you know, he just didn't post them. And people was waiting on the viewing. People were waiting on the mixtape for years. So it was just a matter of time before he got the credit for him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. The Baby, though, he killed his album. Intro, um, the song he did with Nicki Minaj, that song is the truth. He got a couple of more that he did where he was great at. And, um, the dedication to that album as well is beautiful, man. Um, my condolences to him uh, losing his father. That's deep, you know. I I I had I was very fortunate to have my father in my life, so I understand how he feels. It's very sad, and uh, I hope, you know, I hope that they end up being better for it. I'm glad that his father was able to see his success that he ended up gaining before he ended up passing away. But uh, for the baby to be doing what he's doing as a new artist is amazing, man. Congratulations to him, and I hope that he continues to be blessed throughout his life as he uh, continues to uh, grow as an artist. Shout out to the baby, though. For real. And shout out to young boy. Young boy doing this thing, y'all. People have to understand that, um, like he said on Lonely Child, he's still a child, y'all. He's still a child with four children. With four children, uh, before the age of twenty years old, he recently turned twenty. Happy belated birthday to him! Um, you know, with the tribulations, y'all being a street nigga, it truly being a street nigga is not easy. The memories and the hardships that you see as a street nigga is terrifying. We will also get into that in the next few episodes, but I can't imagine. The stuff that he has seen throughout his lifetime at a young age. And I also want to congratulate him before we get this topic over. I also want to congratulate him on the fact that he took that. Uh, he is taking care of his kids the best way he can with his psychological trauma. And at his very young age. At least he's trying. y'all, And that's an effort. He got to improve. And uh, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, he got to get rid of in his life. But what he's doing right now, y'all, he's doing a great job, man. And all you can do is just, you know, keep supporting him. He's going to make his mistakes. He's young. But that doesn't mean that he's not trying. I guarantee you for those people who say he's inconsiderate, I guarantee you if he dies, if he dies tomorrow, if he dies right now, I guarantee you the first four, pe first four people that will ever touch the legacy and the money and, you know, the uh, the income that he has gained over his years of rapping is his four children, y'all. I know he has that big of a heart to give that to his children. So for him to even consider that, I can tell that he, he has some great father insights. But he's also a human being. He also goes through certain struggles that you can't, you know, that you have to go through in life. So does the baby. The baby is human. Like he said, at the time he went number one, his father died. If they called him, his dad died. And then he was like, I don't even care about going no more. My daddy gone. 
So, you know, that's a piece in his life that he'll forever be missing now that he's gone. All he has to do now is hold on to those memories. So, it is, you know, these rappers and these people, these celebrities, they're human beings too. And they have done amazing. You know, for someone who done went through through a lot of trials and tribulations in their life. So, shout out to them. Okay, my last topic that I will be getting into before this demo is over is Amber Geyer. The Amber Geyer case. Y'all, here's a quote that I've always said to myself. I will never blame a man for being more of a man than I am, or I will never blame a, a man for being less of a man than I am, and I eat a woman and etc. And so that I applied it to forgiveness as well. Um, I think his name is Botham Jean, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's in the city of Dallas, the city that I grew up in. Rest in peace to that man. Uh, died at I think at uh in his early twenties or in in his twenties, a very young life. Um, I seen I eventually watched the case, and you know his child, you know I mean not his child, his brother. His brother got on the stand and said he forgave that lady, y'all. Some people have a certain level of tolerance and forgiveness more so than others. So I can't do nothing but respect that man. Me personally, would I have forgiven her? No, I damn near try to kill a bitch as soon as I seen her. But, you know, he's not me. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm not him. And I don't understand, you know, I don't understand, you know, how he sees that situation and how he views life and, you know, Maybe he's not the type of person to intentionally hold grudges for his entire life. So for him to have the heart to forgive her, y'all, as a blessing within itself. Um, to me, it's sad. The one comment I feel like he shouldn't have made was uh, her not going to prison. Uh, but, you know, like I say, I don't know his heart. I don't know where his heart is and his mindset is. But uh, one thing I would say is uh, I feel that she does deserve jail time, you guys. Do I feel that she just up and shot him by coincidence? Hell no, I do not. I believe she had some damn intent to walk her ass in there, walk into another man's house, another man's home, on a whole different floor than your own floor, and to open the door and shoot him and kill him. You shot him to kill him intentionally. Even if you were doing them crocodile tears on the stand, you shot that man to kill him. And it's just that some that's the bottom line. You walked into that man's house and you shot him to kill him. That is enough for you to be convicted at least twenty five years. And you end up getting five, you know, according to the sentencing, it's ten years, five years probation. That's why I say five years. She will be only serving five years, especially after the sympathy she had got from everybody in the courtroom, that includes the judge, which I felt was very unprofessional. But I will get into that in a minute. No, I felt that she had the intent to kill that man. And if you had the intent to kill that man, then you should serve time for that. Seriously, you should serve some crucial time for that. You took that man's family. Uh, that, you took that man's, uh, that man's family. You took a family member away from that man's family. It was very sad. You took that man's, uh, you took that man's life intentionally. And you took him away from a family member. That is something that cannot be condoned. It should not be tolerated. I don't understand why a damn justice system did intolerate it. That's a whole different subject for a different day. Nah, I'm tripping. That is a subject right now. 
I don't understand why just system would tolerate this bullshit. You cannot tolerate that at all. You cannot tolerate people taking lives for no reason, especially a police officer. Nope. Not a cop. No, not a cop. Hell no. It's bad enough policemen are already killing all people as it is. And they're killing them intentionally, intentionally, with no consequences. That cannot happen. Period. That is a passive trait amongst black people for them to continuously allow them to do that shit. And I'm not talking about, you know, the ones that do the peaceful protesting, you know, and all that. Do I feel peaceful protesting helps? No. Because what you're going to do, hold the sign with more authority, hold the sign tighter, and demand that they stop doing this shit? Nah, they don't give a damn. Y'all, what we have to understand is that these folks created this type of culture to be fucking violent as hell violent as hell and get away with it. This is the same country that don't even uh, give death penalties on serial killers, on child molesters, on, on people who have done egregious crimes. Some of these people have been able to walk off. Serial killer, I, I'm sorry. I don't care how much forgiveness this country is. A serial killer should have no forgiveness in it. You should have no forgiveness for that shit in your heart whatsoever. Man done murdered over 20 people, 7 people. No. Don't get me started with the larger numbers. No, that is un those are unf those are egregious, unforgivable crimes. You are taking lives over and over and over and over again. Hell no. That shit gotta be put to a stop too. Now this should be death automatically. As soon as I hear you have taken more than five lives, hell, even three. That's it. Death. Especially if you don't have no fucking reason. No. Yeah, especially if you don't have no reason. That's why I said morals, man. These people just kill people for fun. Man. That's why I say you have to respect all uh, all human beings in their lives. You feel what I'm saying? These niggas have no morals. I do not mean, uh, you know, for people who try to touch on it as a, uh, abortion, etc. We'll get into that topic on another episode. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about the lives who are already living. Don't be just taking somebody's life for no goddamn reason. You lost your damn mind. That's crazy as hell. And as the officer of the law, Amber Guy should have known that. You're wrong for that at the end of the day. I understand what you have been through, and I understand that that is tough. I'm sorry for you. But you don't just walk into a man's house and take his life intentionally for no damn reason. That's unfair. That's unfair. You have to be serious. I'm serious. It's, it's people who've been wrong wrongfully convicted of crimes as such and you only get 10 years or you only get five years and a 10-year sentence for it uh-uh inexcusable i felt the judge was very unprofessional with hugging hugging the lady and giving her the bible you cannot do that no you cannot do that one this lady this lady is a defendant and she's she's being convicted of murder you should never you should never give that you should never have that type of sympathetic going on into a courtroom. This is a, this is a, it is a case of justice. You feel what I'm saying? And justice has to be fair. And uh, a lot of the times when emotions play in on typical, is not fair. When you play on your emotions, you're not being fair typically. So she, she should have been more professional on, you know, handling that situation. She should, I think that, you know, if she wanted to say it's very unfortunate and all that, apologize, I understand that. But don't be doing that, uh, going down there and give a hug. Be professional about the situation. You have to.
you always have to be professional about the situation at all times. She wrong for that at the end of the day. I hated that she, uh, as they asked her the question, she started crying. Hell no. And they start giving us sympathy. You can't do that shit at all. This is a justice. This is a justice room. This is a room of justice. This is a trial of justice. This is a court of justice. You handle it as such. You be fair. At all times. But see, they don't typically have a respect for black for the black community. That's why they're not fair. Shit. The only time you truly gain respect sometimes in this damn world, which is the reason why I feel that gun violence, which we got into another end, is due to the fact that goddamn me is just this simple fam. Violent conflict is the fucking uh is most of the time usually the solution throughout all this shit. It's how a lot of this shit gets handled. It's sad, but it's true. These people handle shit through violent conflict. That's the main way they get their point across. Think about it. Policemen, dealing with policemen, kids fear for their life. Why? Because they know the cop might beat their ass or kill them that day. They enforce fear through violent conflict. The same a mother does with her child when he take a shit on himself as a young boy and she beat her, she beat his ass with boo-booing on himself. Violent conflict. A lot of these situations now are handled through violent conflict. You can't just automatically turn away from it. No, y'all. Either you're in or you're out. Can't be like that, y'all. And that's how they are. They fully in on this violent conflict shit. Truly. And so, that's the way that they, they feel. That's the only way you'll truly be able to gain respect for them. Think about it. What is this country's basis being known for? Some motherfucking bullets. Our nation is bullets. Our country, the country that represents us is a bunch of fucking bullets. They handle shit through violent conflict, taking shit from people. And basically shrugging their shoulders and put their hands up saying, what the fuck you gonna do about it? Shit, what you gonna do about it? Yeah, we took your shit. What you gonna do? That's why I said, what you gonna do? Hold the sign with more authority? Grab it a little tighter? Shit, serious, y'all. And there was a pastor in Fort Worth recently where a lady... A lady recently had died, y'all. Um, she got killed by a policeman. Policeman shot into her uh, her house and killed her, leaving her with a with her children. I think she had children. I know for a fact that she had a son. She was a twenty eight year old. Um, killed her and uh, basically she had to, she's leaving her children there alone, you know, behind that without their mother, and without her, you know, consent or condolences. It's, it's sad that they have that happened to her, but. This pastor basically said that, y'all, we cannot continuously be passive if they're killing our women and our children. I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, shit like this, shit like this case here, this shit is uh, war tempting. Now, me personally, do I feel like they want a war to struck out? More than likely, they probably do, y'all. I can't even cap because... A lot of the shit that they have been doing has been signs and indication that they want violent conflict to come. They truly do. You know, I'm not finna say that uh, they officially do. You don't know. But I'm not I'm finna say this much, though. The shit, the problem still has yet to be handled. And there hasn't been no violent conflict involved. The only time I've seen an act of violence against it, from what I heard of, was in Dallas. Uh, in downtown. But other than that, no. For real. Like y'all, a lot of these, a lot of the things, unfortunately, that revolved around the world is violent conflict. So, this shit gonna happen regardless. 
But I feel that, I, me personally, I feel that Amber Geyer should have served at least 25 years for the crime that she did killing Botham Jean. Walking into his house, murdering him, it should have been a first-degree murder. Uh, you know, she if they want to give her probation, so be it. But probation comes after you serve your 25 years. She knew that uh, what she did was egregious and that was wrong, and she should have, you know, she should have thought about what she was doing before she even went in there. She said she didn't really have a full thought process with it. This is, those are typically the consequences of not having a full thought process going into a situation like this. You have to have a good thought process before you even think of doing something, y'all. Think before you act at all times. Think before you act. Every human being needs to think before they act. It's a skill. It's a trait that needs to be taught through, i.e., your parents. Shit, I ain't finna even cap in front of you. It's a trait that needs to be taught through your parents. Goddamn me. It's just that simple. And yes, my father did teach me to think before you act. He always tells me consistently, work smarter, not harder. Work smarter, not harder. Think before you act. You know what I'm saying? You have to think before you act. I had, I had family members, I had older men, you know, my family, and my teacher. Shout out to my teacher and my big brother, Jeremy, i.e. friends for now. I would get into him, get into that as before we get off. But no, they have all said the same thing. Think before you act. Don't just act off your emotion and the intent, uh, your initial intent of what you're going to do. You have to think the situation through. You have to analyze the situation through and think before you act at all times. And I think at that moment she was doing that, she thrived off emotion and took somebody's life, which is sad and unfortunate. But, like I said, this is the demo. To end this take, uh, I'm going to say to all the artists that we have shouted out consistently on our Instagram page, i.e. the Wise Minds Podcast, um, and that we will eventually be shouting out on all our social media platforms. We will, you know, we will be doing further publishing for you guys on our podcast and to also to the people listening. My tip that I give to you all today is to um, always be respectful and never give up in life. You feel what I'm saying? Always be respectful and never give up in life, y'all. It's not over. The current situation that you're in, um, yeah, the current situation that I'm in, it does not mean that it won't get better. I promise you, God did not build human beings to suffer. I believe that 110%. And um, in the topic of religion, we also try to tap into, but I do not believe that uh, God built human beings to suffer. I believe that every human being has the right to live a great life, all depending on, uh, you know, the move that they make in their life. So, uh, you know, never give up and always be respectful. But also to again shout out to uh the wise guy Rico himself, or uh, one of my two hosts, and then my boy EJ, who's also the other host that they these two will be uh on the on the regular show with me frequently. Season one will be coming soon in twenty twenty. Right now the demo has been recorded in twenty nineteen. This is just to get, you know, just to get this thing jump started, we will start season one in uh, 2020. So stay tuned and listen in. Peace to the Wise family. And uh, 
like again, I I made the shout outs throughout the podcast. So shout out to everybody who listened and tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this show. Peace.